The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. I am super excited to reconnect with Colette Baron-Reed. She's been on my show a few times and they are always so inspiring. If you don't know, Colette is an internationally acclaimed oracle expert, spiritual medium and best-selling inspirational author published in 27 languages. We fans think of her as the Oracle Queen. Um, She has her own TV show. I'm not even sure how many Oracle decks she has. I know I have at least 10 of them. And uh, through her website, ColetteBaronReed.com, you can see weekly inspirations and free trainings, Oracle card pictures of the day and so much more. She's one of the people that I think truly walks her talk and is constantly creating new tools for people to step into their own sense of connecting with the divine and their intuitive essence. Um, This year, my colleague Rose Devison and I actually started an oracle group that meets monthly based upon Colette's Oracle Deck Parties and her Oracle School, which Rose is a student of. And today we're going to talk about her newest deck, the Crystal Spirits Oracle, which is amazingly accurate. And the graphics are absolutely beautiful. Uh, After a severe traumatic injury myself uh, four weeks ago, um, an injury that generally happens in elderly people or car accident victims, the first card I pulled was Labradori. And let me tell you this, the message was here to really make me connect deeper with the conscious universe and ways to support healing what is broken. And that is right from the deck. So with that said, welcome to Soulful Living, Colette. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And I had no idea that you were doing Oracle card parties. And it's so great. (laughs) Oh my God. We started about five months ago and every month we give away one of your decks. Um, We purchased a few of them through Hay House and Uh, It's been amazing. Everybody loves it. And the women that so far women, although uh, it's open to anyone, um, but the women who have come, um, you know, immediately the ones that didn't hadn't heard of you were like, oh, my God, went to your website, signed up for everything. And those that, um, you know, have worked with you and worked with your decks. It's just an opportunity for them to go deeper. It's been so beautiful. So thank you for doing that. Oh, my pleasure. You know, it was funny because, um, and I have 11 decks, by the way, I've created 11 decks. um, And there's four more coming that we know of. Wow. Uh, Ideas and inspirations. But I'm I'm actually working on another deck now with Alberto Valaldo, who is, as you know, a very famous shamanic teacher. And I am not a shaman, but I bring the concept of how to structure the Oracle card deck and the lexicon. And then he brings in the shamanic aspects of it. So it's called um, the the Shaman's Dream Oracle. And it's really gorgeous. It's so unique. And Jenna de la Grattalia, 
um, who is the artist I found years ago. I want to talk a little bit about her. Um, you know, it's funny. I found her on a, on a website called Deviant Art. And at the time, she was a makeup artist and doing, you know, and doing some things for calendars and stuff. And I fell in love with her art. And so we, um, Hay House hired her. And I, I we had like, there were all these people between her and I, like, so kind of in the beginning, it was like, oh, you had an art director, you had this, you had that. So I never actually got to talk to her directly. Um, then this, the next deck I did, because she started with me on The Hidden Realms, and then I just said, listen, I need to talk directly to her. And it was amazing. We hit it off and we're like sisters now. So she's so prolific. She's capable of doing so many different styles of art that there's been no need for me to find other artists. Like she's that good. So, mm-hmm. well, and your decks are stunning. Her artwork is stunning. Her, I mean, yeah. beyond the messages, which are always so spot on, no matter where you are in your life, the, the artwork is stunning. Yeah. Well, we collaborate, um, you know, we, we collaborate. Jenna's very intuitive. So she hears what I want to portray. And, uh, you know, although I do some art directing, she really is, you know, she hears so clearly what I want the thing to look like. She, you know what I mean? It's not just see, she hears it and feels it in her body. So I really wanted to give her a shout out because I think, um, a lot of times the artist gets lost and, and so, because I use the same one every time, I like to bring her up for, to people. Um, my, my latest deck, uh, so uh, she's contracted to do all the new ones. My latest deck, interestingly enough, the Crystal Spirits deck. So I, I had a really, I had a bunch of decks that I really wanted to do. The only deck I didn't, I mean, I talked about it for 10 years. Uh, Jenna and I, you know, we talked about it, but um uh, I, I really hadn't planned to do a goddess deck, but Hay House asked me to. So they said, you know, can you can you create a, a goddess deck? And they explained to me why. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to do a sh- big bunch of research for that. And also, I didn't want to do a traditional because I knew I, I'm not going to be a goddess teacher. That was never my intention. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have really non-traditional art so that uh, an, a woman of any culture, color, you know, creed, whatever, could see herself in any goddess from anywhere. So we, uh, yeah, so it's, it, it didn't land on everybody. I mean, there was some controversy around it, but uh, our choice of art, you know, it's subjective, right? So we, we really love that deck. But Crystal Spirits was fun because um, I'm a crystal buff. I'm not a crystal teacher, um, but I am kind of like a crystal collector. And I know what a lot of it meant, but I, I said to Hales, you know, they've always talked to me. And my first big experience with how a crystal speaks is a friend of mine gave me an amethyst that was one of, I don't know what they're called. You know, they look like little men or little statues where they have like a a smaller one on top. And, you know, you see them sometimes in Sedona or in sacred sites, people make them out of rocks, right? You know what I'm talking about? What are yeah, they? I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's on the tip of my tongue. I'll remember hopefully before the end of the show. Anyway, she sent me one of those made of amethyst. Mm. And so I knew crystals spoke to me. I sort of felt their personalities. Um, but this was the one, first time it actually happened where the thing said to me, I want to go home. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, what? So I kind of, I meditated and I saw that this crystal was on this, uh, 
this person's um, windowsill. So I called her up because I thought she bought it for me. I phoned her up. I said, listen, Sandra, did you? is this yours from your window <laughs> because this crystal she goes oh my god yes and i went it does not want to be at my house it wants to go home to you and then she's like oh my so i had to ship her the crystal back so so it's wow. it's <laughs> it, it's weird and i know it's weird and i was like am i the only person that does it so of course i asked if you were my other crystal people and it's kind of like like i'm the least crystal bunny type person like you know, I'm kind of a, yes, I'm like an old hippie and I've made all kinds of like, you know, new agey things, but it's like, this was sort of my secret. And, um, and so then my, I, I, I got my, um, uh, the woman who runs my school for me, Anna, she's the headmistress of Oracle school. I said, listen, I'm on under the gun. I need help editing this. Can you come on? Cause I think I have to rearrange these crystals they're not they're not sitting i know they want to be in the deck but i i don't know where they go so a couple of them i feel like some of them need to change and she was like okay and then she had the experience where the same two crystals onyx and obsidian we were trying to figure out i was trying to figure out if i leave one out put one in it was just really interesting and they're both like my favorite i have i have pieces that all over my house so she says to me i had a dream and like onyx and obsidian were having an argument i went oh my god wow <laughs> and she also is not like you know we're not you know crystal teachers or healers we're just we just love them and my expertise is creating oracles that have themes and, and, and so sometimes I'll create a theme or I'll choose a theme for an Oracle of which I love and I've been influenced by, but I'm, I'm never creating an Oracle to teach about the theme. As a matter of fact, I always tell people, if you want to learn more about this, go see so-and-so. So, um, the best crystal school, by the way, is Hibiscus Moon's Crystal Academy Like that that I, because I'm familiar with it and I have a, quite a few of my students have studied with her. It's amazing. She's really special. Uh, and she also has a science background. But again, I have that more spiritual connection to their personalities and, and as opposed to the science around it. But I'm, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm really learning a lot about them now. So anyway, um, I had maybe, I always start with over 100 uh, same thing with the goddesses. I had over a hundred of them, um, that I started with and I brought them down to like 54, I think of that one. And this one, I think came down to 58 crystals to create. <laughs> and it was hard to pick. Um, and also a lot of the research I did too. Um, I noticed that a lot of people who claim to be crystal experts, and I'm sure they are, you know, and because they've all evolved their own style of working with them they didn't all agree with each other so i found that really interesting so all the mm -hmm. books the research i did so i tried to find the things that most people were kind of met each other because i thought you know this there has to be some type of history uh, especially since this is our modern world but ancient people have used crystals and what did they know? What was that? Pa what was passed down? And, and then what's the stuff that people are just making up and you have to kind of discern that. Um, and that was the hardest part for me was to sort through all the confusing, <laughs> you know, subjects around the, the, the properties of these crystals. So, so once I, I went with, okay, this is what feels right in my body. And then I tested it with a pendulum and I had the actual crystals. You know, I felt that I had uh, enough real true information. And then of course, 
the crystal speaks in the lexicon of the deck. But anyway, I'm talking too much. You can ask me a question and I'll keep talking. <laughs> oh my God. I love when you talk, you know, like I watch your videos. I love listening to you. I think that you're so authentic and so real. And something that you said in there was like, um, fine tuning and really weeding out what seemed realistic and authentic and what seemed made up. And it's mm -hmm. one of the things that I absolutely love about your work is that you're authentic and you don't present anything that's BS. If it's somebody's BS, it's their BS. And I love that about you. Um, oh, so, you. so really let's look at the messages of the crystals, right? What I, some exactly. of the things that I loved about this is that you have um, the essential meaning relationship message, prosperity message, mm -hmm. and no reverse or protect protection which not in this deck uh-uh yeah so why what oh, was because, the meaning behind well, that why i wrote half of it because i i believe that so so here's my belief about protection cards or cards that are alignment cards or different ways of explaining right is that i think sometimes in the personal growth because because i see myself more in the personal transformation arena than i do in the psychic arena um, I don't do readings anymore. I retired years ago and I teach uh, personal transformation with Oracle cards as the main tool. But, um, and I, I did work as a, you know, doing readings for 25 years, but I've been at this now for over 30 years and I, I changed my direction because it's really more the focus is how can you help change your life? So one of the things that I notice, um, it, it, may, it is changing a little bit now because our social Structures are changing dr dramatically, et cetera. But we've shied away from the shadow a lot. Like there's this happy, joyous and free, um, very uh, um, almost like bypassing, uh, you know, the real deep sorrow and suffering that people go through and, and tragedy and outrage and oppression and things that are really coming up now in the zeitgeist for us to look at. So, so uh, that's one of the reasons why I always insisted on having the shadow aspects explored. As a matter of fact, a new oracle that I'm doing after I finish the oracle um, of the shaman's dream is called the oracle of shadow and light. Light being not a color, of course, but light being illumination, shadow being the more difficult aspects of the human psyche and life experience because we can't shy away from those things. If right. Can't we can't be afraid to go into the basement and look? Or we or how about this? We can be afraid, but we got to do it anyway because I've been afraid of a whole lot of things lately, and and have kind of thrown cold water on my face to look at. Oh my gosh, where could I do better? Where have I misstep? Where have I been? You know, ignorant of certain things, and I've had to really do some soul searching. But ultimately, you know. Um, this is why. So, but with the crystal deck, I wrote about 20 cards with a, with a protection message, but it felt like I was slogging through. It felt more intellectual that I was somehow intellectualizing it. And when I'm intellectualizing, that should not go in a card. And yeah. it's, and, and this is for me, like there are lots of people who make Oracle cards that are very smart that, that start with their structure, et cetera. But I, when I, and I say I channel my decks, but I, and I, it doesn't mean I channel an entity, but I, I tune in and I receive the deck and I don't receive it intellectually. I receive it intuitively and mm -hmm. translate, translate it to my intellect. It's very different process than come, than it coming from the, the, the intellectual mind. And well, and, as you say, that's a true 
co-creation, conscious creation, right? It's co-creating with the conscious universe. And if you're intellectualizing it, then that element has faded away. Exactly. 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 And so I was. And so I felt like, you know, this is too much efforting in this. And then I asked the deck. I just sat down and prayed and and did a reading um, with the deck because I always test the deck with stickers. Like I, I I buy regular playing cards and then I put stickers on them and and play with them. So I do readings with them and I call my friends and say, okay, I'm testing this. I want to be my guinea pig. Right. So I said, I need to know if this is accurate or if this is speaking correctly. Is this, is this speaking to the truth? Um, what just happened? Uh, so oh, we're still here. Oh, you just, I just, I just got a happy face from you. <laughs> so- <laughs> You did you send that to me? I I must have accidentally hit the button here. That's so what, wonderful. What is that? Okay, kind of like did I, my, are we still on air? Okay, we um, are still on so, air, and that's just okay. a confirmation that we are in the right spot. Perfect. Okay, so um, again, like I only want to talk about my process because there's so many different ways of doing things, and and you know I don't know all the answers, I, and I am an expert in the fact that I've had. I always say that you're an expert when you've done over 10,000 hours. Like that's what I've learned. If you've got 10,000 hours into your chosen subject, you can genuinely call yourself an expert. And I have more than 10,000 hours. So, um, okay. So, but I also know that there's innovation. So we'll see. So what were we talking about? We're talking about, um, yes, taking out the, the intellectual. Protect, taking out the, right. And taking out the protection message. The Because well, it was more of an intellectual process right. and not just spirit driven. Thank you. So I tested it with its own self, its deck, and then I tested it with a couple of other of my decks. And what I concluded was, instead of having a written message that wasn't act that was actually again too heady, um, that that when the card were to fall upside down, it just meant you might have some resistance to the to what it's telling you, and that Mm -hmm. that you're to look at it like you that ah there could be some resistance to the prompts of the card so that that and now when you do it that way it's totally it makes total sense it really works um but again and the other thing is i don't know if you've noticed but all my decks are different like that's the other thing they're not none of them are cannibalize the others they're all meant to work together that's the other weird thing i feel like i'm creating pieces of a big pie it's like a big slice of pie <laughs> and then I'm getting it. The pie is growing and I'm adding new slices, but they all literally talk together. They, they, they really do. So, um, you know, so the crystal spirits deck had a very specific, uh, desire to help serve people stay awake and conscious of what is good for them and, uh, and good orderly direction for them uh, regardless of where they're coming from, like regardless of their culture, regardless, it's, it's like whoever re- works with this deck. Now, not everybody's into crystals. So people think it's hard. It's interesting because we have the, this deck is a sleeper. The other decks out the gate were like number ones, whatever. And that's great. But this one has been a slow, slow burn. People are starting to use it and go, Oh, wow, this is really accurate. And then I wasn't into crystals before, but now I love this deck. So I think that's the other thing I want to tell people. You don't actually have to be into crystals 
to work with this deck. This deck will make you want to get into crystals. <laughs> well, and I, I love to use it if I'm working with one of your decks. So let's say I'm working with um, the Goddess Power deck. Yeah. I like to use the crystal deck now as kind of um, like a support card, you know, like a it's my bonus. Okay. Yeah. It is my bonus card of the day. And, you know, how can I use not just the crystal wisdom of the deck? Do I have one of those crystals at home? And if I do, let me bring it out. So it's been really a great tool for me. And you know what? You hit it on the nail because that is a, the, the crystal spirits deck was also created to be an adjunct to everybody else's decks. Like, so if you use, you know, Radley's deck and you wanted to get a confirmation card, if you use my decks, obviously they're going to work with mine. But um, that if you're asking for a second opinion or a confirmation, that crystal spirits would serve that for that person. And that is that is how the intention was set in motion. And it does work that way. So I'm happy to yeah. hear you did. Yeah, it's, I love it. I love, love, love it. And I said in the beginning that I, um, you know, I had an injury, I fractured my femur and I thought it was so, uh, so ironic, not ironic, really spirit talking with us that uh, the card that I pulled was the Labradorite and it's specifically yeah. talks about the fractures in your life. And um, I, I read that and I'm, I, my husband, who's not as into this stuff as I am, he, I read that to him and he just looked at me and he goes, wow, that's really amazing. How does that even happen? Right? <laughs> yeah. That's it, lots of people. And that's the thing. I love that you said that because um, people believe or, well, mind you, that's not, I shouldn't say people believe, but um, I would say uh, average people I, you know, just people in general have a tendency to believe that Oracle cards are about fortune telling and they're not, right, they're really right. reflections of the dominant energy in your life that can confirm what you already know or show you something that you're seeking. And so, um, which is why I stopped doing predictive readings and more prescriptive. Mm, so ooh, and, that gave me chills. That's amazing. Yeah. And the decks are created as prescriptive, uh, as prescriptive tools. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful way to put it. Okay. So we only have about five minutes left and there's a couple of things I really want to make sure that we talk about. Um, number one, Oracle school and okay. number two, the Oracle membership where beyond yep. Oracle school, people can really connect. So really quickly, this week is the very last uh, week on Thursday. I have my live uh, the, the Ask the Oracle with Colette Baron-Reed on Hay House Radio. So that's going to be over. So the only place that people can get readings with me live now are in my membership site. And I do a live coffee talk with Colette minimum once a month for an hour to an hour and 15 minutes where I bring up live video calls. And so it's, and it's so profound. It's so amazing. And I do full and new moon readings and yeah, so that's where people would go and we're only going to be doing a flash sale. Um, so people want to know about it, they can go to my website, callatbearmary.com or my Facebook page and just to, just pay attention. Um, the Oracle school starts in September every year and, um, Oracle school is a school for personal transformation. We just happen to use Oracle cards as our tool. Mm -hmm. So it is really a course in, in honestly, in changing your life and recognizing that you have magic in, within you 
to create a reality for yourself that is beyond your wildest dreams. And it is true. And, uh, and it is a two class course, one that starts with personal mastery. And the second one is shared wisdom level two. Um, we have about a thousand students every year, half the students, uh, well, they're, they're all from 36 countries and half the students are like maybe just under half, uh, are return students who want to take the class again. So uh, it's amazing that we we're growing in a way that I'm super proud of. And it really does work. It is work. Um, it's not about learning how to read cards. You learn how to read cards along the way of changing your life. Mm. I have seen the transformation in some of my friends. And I mentioned my friend, friend Rose Devison at the beginning of the show who yeah. started the monthly Oracle group with me. And she absolutely loves Oracle school. I was teasing her one day and I'm like, you, you are just like Colette now. You like you are this you're like you're her persona because she yeah. has really she takes it to heart, man. She absolutely loves the Oracle school. So um, really it is transformative from what I have seen and I, I totally appreciate it. Um, and Hey House Radio, you're finishing off. You just said that it's your last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah so congratulations. You've you. really done some amazing things with Hey House. So we're and just about down to the, yeah. You, pardon me? Not, and continuing to just not that. Yeah. I mean, you have really done some amazing things with them. How many decks have you produced with them? Oh, with them. So 10 with them and one random house. Wow. Yeah. Four more to go with them. So it'll be about 15. Um, Yeah. I I had a really prolific moment where I did the spirit animal goddess deck and uh, one of the other ones, uh, the crystal spirits deck all kind of mushed together. (laughs) So, cause I, but now I'm just doing one a year cause it's, it's too much work. I've got so many other things that I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate how you show up and how you inspire other people to transform the quality of their own lives. It's amazing. Uh, We have just a minute left and I I would love for you to leave the listeners with something they can take out into the day to elevate their soul, lift their spirit. Uh, What would that be for you, Colette? Well, I think if you could see the beauty in all things and and no matter whether it's challenging or not, that recognize that every person that seems to be a challenge was once a little kid, you know, and that we're all going through big changes right now. And don't take this world personally. Go out there and do some more smiling. You'd be surprised at how you could change someone's life one smile at a time. Mm, I love that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And listeners, all of Colette's information will be available on the Soul Soulful Living page here at Empower Radio or visit ColetteBarenReed.com. Thank you, Colette, so much. Thank you. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow 
on this journey together.